Welcome to Just Hair Me Out, a podcast about love, life, and hair. I'm Barbara. I've spent over 38,000 hours coloring hair. Hi, I'm Demetra, and I've spent over 1,000 weeks with scissors in my hands. With 50 clients a week in our chairs and 22 years on our feet, doing hair is not our hobby, it's our hustle. We've navigated salon politics and then opened salon suites of our own in 2020. We choose dogs over kids, skinny marks over beer, and we've only fired three clients. Each. Each. Welcome back. So today we wanted to talk to you guys about shampoo and retail products. Um, one of the main things we want to talk about is where you get them. Um, there's this huge thing where people now want to go to Amazon to get everything. And I totally get that. But you should not be buying your shampoos on Amazon. I agree. So wild it's the wild wild west basically on amazon and you don't know if things are expired or there's been a lot of like fraud um hair companies a lot of them that are professional have anti-diversion sections of the company and they on purpose will go buy out their brand that's been sold where it's not supposed to be and sometimes it's not even their product that's inside the bottles this is a big problem and Mm. Really quick, I also want to say TJ Maxx or Marshalls, love it. Don't buy them there, though. Okay, Those are tell us why, Barbara. They're definitely expired at that point, and they will not work as well. Right, and especially um, where items are stored. So if you have, you know, shampoo, conditioner, hair products, styling products, if they're stored in a non-controlled climate or has been sitting in the sun, you know, things like that, it will also alter the efficiency of your product. So you don't really know what you're getting at these places and how they're being stored and therefore. Yes. So, I mean, of course, we're big proponents of buying from your stylist. Not everyone, not every stylist sells, especially when we're um, sweet rental like Demetra and I. Mm-hmm. But um, there's all sorts of things going on now. There's companies that are made for uh, the consumer where the professional like us have an account with them and we can send you there and you can buy from the exact same places we buy to make sure that your product is exactly how it should be. Also, um, I wanted to say, both Demetra and I, we've talked about this. We do not get that offended very easily. But I just wanted to point out, a lot of hairstylists find it to be quite a slap in the face when a client says, oh, that's a great product. I'm going to go buy it on Amazon. Can I take a picture? I just wanted to say, feel the room out. Because sometimes you're being really insensitive when you do that. If you right. do that. Yeah, especially if your hairstylist sells the product and you turn around and say, I'm going to go elsewhere. It's like, why would you not get it from them? Yeah. More than likely, it's the same price. It should be the same price. You know, they they give you a suggested retail price because they want it to be sold always at that price, right? So it's not like you're jacking it up. Um, I personally do not sell product because I just don't like to, you know, hold on to inventory like that. 
Um, you know, I have no problem with my clients taking pictures or if it's something they can't find, I will order it for them. Or like Barbara said, I just direct them to the site where I buy it from and they're able to go through that channel. Yes. Or if someone in the salon lofts, um, they sell that product, I send my clients over to them. Yeah. If within your same building. Mm -hmm. So, oh, I wanted to mention myself and some other people I know, if you have a uh, suite, a salon suite, you can, you're very much in charge of everything. And I myself, I have started selling things for under MSRP. So uh, it really isn't that smart to go somewhere else, just in case it's not on sale there. Because I just really want my people using really good stuff. So I want to incentivize them to use it. That's great. Smart. Very smart. Um, Oh, and there is an exception. If I have some ladies who are used to live here and now they're in New York City, they tend to come back and get their hair done with me. And they don't want to buy products because they're not uh, wanting to check a bag. Mm -hmm. And that when you say that to me, I am definitely not offended when you want to take a picture. Yeah. I just want to say that real quick. Yeah, but some people will be or could be. So Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, it, it is a little bit offensive to offensive to me if I were to spend like ten minutes explaining to you the ins and outs of why you need to use it. And I know you live in town and you just wanted to see if you can get it cheaper elsewhere. Um and that's a a big push and pull with these big retail companies. Um, trying to decide if they want to go through professionals or not. And really, it is to their benefit to go through professionals because if we're recommending the exact item that they make that's for your hair type, you're probably going to like their product more than if you are just guessing. And what if it's like not meant for your hair type and then you think the brand is bad? Right. Yeah, that's that's another thing, you know, when these big companies end up just selling you know, when you don't have your stylist to direct you on what you should be using, like you said, you can sit here and think that the brand is bad, but no, you actually just use the wrong thing. Also, I, I just blanket statement. I really, really don't want anyone buying their shampoo at the grocery store. (laughs) (laughs) I will say I haven't gone down the hair aisle in the grocery store in quite a while. And I went down one in Mariano's and I saw a product line that I was selling. No way. Dead serious. It was kind of my lower price point, but I could not believe it. And I, I immediately thought, hmm. I'm not going to be carrying this line anymore. Yeah, and it's well, not about, um, I'm just saying, like, I guess Mariano's does have some pretty good brands. Um, a lot of stores don't. Um, all this, like, uh, thrown out names like Garnier and... Um, Pantene, oh my God, Pantene is the worst. They, it literally actually, makes your hair fall out. And it, it's gross. It coats your hair with cheap ingredients like silicones, and mm-hmm. it makes your hair look bad. Anyway, so if you are not going to go to a hairstylist for your products, uh, we wanted to let you know that if you go to places like Sephora or Ulta, those places definitely would have product. That is not expired or old and it would be taken care of, not sitting in the sun, that sort of thing. Yeah. So just please don't get them from the discount store or from Amazon uh, because there's just no way to tell if it's actually genuine product. 
Mm-hmm. You know, and I really never understood that. Anytime I did go into like, I don't know, a TJ Maxx or Marshall, you know, whatever, I was always baffled. I'm like, why do they carry all these hair products and face stuff? And why would someone come into here to buy like, let's say a Saishado sunblock for your face? You only see one of them there. It's like, why would yeah. you just not go to the counter and get it? I mean, are they really that much heavily discounted? I don't know, but just I think it's kind of common sense, like perishables are a no-go for places like that. Yeah. I love to get decor from places like that. Me too. I love like decor, blanket, pillow, you know, just like, but even the food aisle. Exactly. I was just going to say that if you would have like get your snacks at TJ Maxx, Mm -hmm. a lot of people would go, "Mm, probably not. Well, don't put that shit on your hair either. Okay. Right. Exactly. I agree. <laughs> We're exactly. here for you people. Yes. <laughs> um, also, something that kind of drives me crazy is this whole sulfate issue. Um, I want to say it is just such a fad calling things sulfate free. And mm-hmm. it's not like it's bad, but sulfates by themselves are not bad. Sulfates are what makes this the product lather, bubble up what have you. So it is important for someone with really curly hair who wears their hair curly to use sulfate-free shampoo because it keeps their curls intact and not diffusing them out. But for your regular person, sulfate-free is not really a thing. I mean, all it is is pretty much a lathering agent that they put in there. You know, it's to help cleanse the hair a little more. And to me, I don't think that's a bad thing to do. We all need to get the oils off our scalp. So if you're using stuff that's always sulfate free, that's not bad. You're creating buildup and you're also building a D, what is it called? It's a hormone, actually. Sorry, I want to give the proper information. Can you give me one second? Look it up. Look it up. Hold on. I think it's... um. It builds up on our scalp, and then we our hair starts to fall out. So, yes, DHA. It's a hormone that that can imbalance. So basically, right here, DHEA is a hormone that your body naturally produces in the adrenal gland that helps produces other hormones, including testosterone. Right. So when we're not properly washing our hair, that builds up also on your scalp and like most men with an abundance of testosterone, right? Your hair falls out here, but then it starts coming in other places. Well, the same thing is going to happen on your scalp. So if you're not properly washing it, you're getting that buildup on your scalp. And that's where you're probably getting a lot of thinning as well. So it is important to get a proper cleanse. Even if you have curly hair and you want to use the sulfate free, I do highly recommend at least once a week to give yourself a proper shampoo of the scalp. I'm not saying don't shampoo the hair in the shaft. You need to scrub your scalp and condition is very important as well. Yes. And I think it's in general, really important to use the shampoo by your scalp and really important to use the conditioner on your mid and ends. Yes. Also, when it comes to sulfates, um, I like to tell people, it's think of it as like, would you use Dawn dish soap on your face? Definitely not. Or Oof. like, 
Or would you use like body soap, like a bar soap that's meant for your body on your face, which would be better than Dawn dish soap. But there's also even better ones for your face. That's how I feel about the sulfates. Like if you get a, you mm. can get a high quality sulfate and it is really quite good for your hair. Yeah. So you just don't want to take away all of the natural oils with something really harsh. Right. So there you have it, folks. Also, keratin safe shampoos and color safe shampoos are, I think, very similar. A lot of times the keratin safe shampoos will have some keratin in them. So they're kind of adding back in. But, um, People kind of get confused with this this topic too, where if you're putting hair color in, like you're covering gray, or this episode is boring. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I just had to say that. Oh, okay. Well, we'll I'll trim all the shit out of it. No, and it'll maybe we can add it to another one that's more interesting. No, that's okay. I know we can edit this, which is totally fine. But I'm just kind of like, I'm just sitting here trying to think of how I can add and make it. And I'm like, man, I got nothing. Nothing. What I was going to say is that um, color safe shampoos and keratin safe shampoos are meant to keep those products in your hair, the color and the keratin. Whereas if somebody is getting a lot of highlights or bleach in their hair, you're removing color. So you kind of want reparative products rather than color safe, if that makes sense. Okay. Well, that kind of wraps it up. Well, no, hold on. Wait a second. I, Cause I think we could also talk about, um, like, you know, they have those color shampoo and conditioners, right? A lot of people are using the purple shampoo and conditioner. Is that something you want to talk about on this episode or no? Sure. Okay. So a really big popular thing. And I know a lot of, hair colorists send their clients home with color, shampoo, and conditioner. I don't know, Barbara, if you do or not for brassiness, right? Yes. That's, I guess that's a big thing. Um, I also tell my clients that have um, white hair to also use those purple shampoos. And I have a lot of my male clients that actually use it and they love it because, you know, they don't color their hair and it's great for them too. So ladies, stocking stuffers, right? Like get some purple shampoo and conditioner for your husband. Yeah, absolutely. You know, if he has gray hair and, you know, it's also good for blondes. And again, if you're worried about brassy hair, but they do really work. And I'm a fan of them. I like them. Me too. And they also make blue shampoos. So if your hair is like medium brown or lighter brown, those will really take any like orange out. Mm -hmm. And everybody's That's hair good, wants like, to. That's like for mine. You know, there's this one, um, it's actually pure green like pure green. And my hair always has a tendency to turn red on the ends. Like it has a lot of warmth naturally. And I love using it. I use it like once a week. I only wash my hair like twice a week usually. Um, so it depends, right? Because every once in a while, I like to use a clarifier also. You know, like I said, you want to really get the scalp really nice and clean. But the one that I use, it's a green shampoo. And I love it. I don't know. I think my hair color looks really good. You know, I do too. Right. Thank you, Barbara. Think you look great. Thanks. Thanks to Miss Barbara. Thanks, Barbara. <laughs> All right. So, well, thanks for tuning in today. Next week, we are going to talk hair brushes and blow dryers. 
If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please subscribe or follow. And please leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Lastly, follow us on social media for clips of past and future episodes. All our accounts are listed in the show notes below. Thanks so much for listening. 